whether or not we all realize it, those of us who serve the Lord are participating in the most epic adventure of all time, space, and history. I think it's about time that we start celebrating the miraculous and wonderful ways that God touches our lives in everyday circumstances. I'm Karen Pennington, and this is Daily Adventures in Grace. Hey friends, Karen Pennington here, and I'll be honest, I feel very rushed this morning. I feel like I woke up a couple steps behind, um, burnt my toes this morning that it's not uncommon. I walk away and I come back and I forgot it. I, th- I don't, we don't, we don't even use a toaster. I throw it in the oven and then it, I go do something and come back and it's burnt. So I'm, I'm not a great toast maker, but, uh, I'm feeling a little bit rushed this morning, but not wanting to skip the word because as I've shared often the daily grace is a daily adventure. And so, um, I really try to share daily. Uh, There are times when other things become more important um, than posting, but I don't think today's one of them. But I I will say, just as any other day, if you're hitting anything from what I'm saying, it is really God. It is is not intelligence on my part, definitely. (laughs) It's not that I've spent a ton of time planning. I don't have a ton of time to plan. I just try to seek God's word, and I try to listen to God, and I try to kind of speak out as God is moving in my heart and... um, Today, I'm thinking about keys. I'm thinking about, um, have you ever been at a doorstep or somewhere that was locked and you couldn't get in because you have, you can't find your keys? Either they're somewhere fumbling around in your purse or in your pocket or where did I leave them in my car? You lo- it's like you lose keys. And sometimes the keys are right in front of you. I've had times where I've, you know, worked for places and I had a bunch of keys I just couldn't find the right one. They all look the same. You try to color code them. And so you're standing there needing entrance into some place, needing entrance into this place that's important and helpful. And maybe you're cold and it's warm. Maybe it has something you need. And the keys are right in your hands and they're right in front of you. They couldn't be close to you. They're touching your skin. And yet you can't figure out what the key is. Uh, and it's right there. Um, so we have these little things. Um, my husband has a key that has a light on it, and he can tell that that's the key to the house. And sometimes we color coat things, and sometimes we put them in a certain place. And I know when I lose my keys, I, I don't like losing my keys, so I hang them a certain place every day. And if I don't hang them there, I kind of freak out the next day because I can't find them. But uh, I think there are things in our Christian life that we feel like sometimes we don't have, and we have them. God's given them to us. And we, sometimes they're touching us, but we've just forgotten how to access them and we're needing to remember um, so many fruits of the Spirit. Uh, grace, we always have grace. If we're in the Lord, if, if God, you know, Jesus is our shepherd, if Jesus is our friend, if we're walking in faith, we, we have faith. God gives us the faith. God can cultivate it and increase it, you know, as we use it, but it's there sometimes right in front of our face and of course Jesus is always right in front of our face and sometimes we get confused about how to access it there are things in the way or sometimes it's just bundled up with everything else I'll say with my keychain I have all these little pieces of plastic you know the 
membership to the different drugstores and stuff. And I'm looking at them right now going, I use like two of these and there's like 15 of them. And that's keeping it hard to find the stuff I need because we have so much stuff we don't need on there. So um, I want to clear out the stuff we don't need. Uh, I'm talking about in scripture, the people of Israel, which were, you know, the nation of Jesus, the nation of God's people, were really bogged down. They were not having good access to power, forgiveness, even love. Because God had given them rules and um, as standards to live by. And they tried so hard to master. They added a rule to master that rule, to master that rule, to interpret that rule. And then pretty soon, it was like this big set of keys. And they couldn't access the stuff they needed. They had it, but they had added so much stuff they didn't need. I mean, I think I have three keys on my keychain now. And I still have a hard time sometimes finding it because there's so much plastic that I don't need on the keychain and other things like that. I'm like, how, why can't I not just, there's three keys that look very different and there's three of them and I still have a hard time finding them. But, um, so the rule of God, the rule of ruling God is actually pretty straightforward and simple, but we overcomplicate it. Uh, and so I want to read John 14. I've really been living in this, um, and Jesus is talking about power for living. Power. Um, now, I want to say something right off. In the kingdom of heaven, power is not about mastering anything. Our power is not about mastering anything. Even in obedience. Obedience is not about mastering the law. Obedience is about being mastered by love. Uh, faith is not about, and faithfulness is not about, I got this. I totally killed this doing everything right. It's not about mastering perfection. It's about being filled by God. That That's faithfulness and, and living out of that place. We're not trying to fill ourselves. We're not trying to do it ourselves. Power is, we don't have the power. It's about the fact that God's power is available to us and we're vessels and we're, it's almost like we're unlocking our own heart for God to come in. Um, because he won't force himself. You know, he doesn't, we have, we serve a gentleman God. You know, he's not, not going to say, no, I don't care how you feel. You have to serve me. No, he gives us a choice. And there's ways to unlock our heart so that the power can move through us. And I think there might be a little bit of a key to it here in John 14. Now, he's speaking to his disciples. He's already come into Jerusalem for the last week of his life. Um, a good bit of John, uh, third to half of it. I need to check this out. It's just about that last week of Christ's life in Jerusalem. Um, to celebrate the Passover and then, you know, his trial, um, crucifixion, death, resurrection. Um, but this is before that is after he came and he does this thing where he, the chapter before he washes his disciples feet, then he talks about his betrayal. Um, and then by Judas really, and then he talks about the greatest love and this is the key to everything, the, the commandment of loving, loving God and loving one another. Jesus has already said other places that everything about the law is about love. Every commandment is about either how to love God or love others or love yourself. That's it. Love God, love others. If it's not about this, then it's a bad commandment. And um, so here's what he's, he says. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And he mentions believe a lot in this first half of the chapter. Believe in God. Believe also in me. 
Now, this is actually what they call indicative. What he's really saying is you believe in God, you also believe in me. So basically, if you believe in God and you believe in Christ Jesus, because you can't really believe in the true one true God if you can't believe in his son. Um, if you do that, then you already have everything you need. The keys are there. Let's figure out how to use them to unlock it. He says, in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would not have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. Or would I have, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and I'll take you to myself so that where I am there, you may be also. And you know the way the place I'm going. You know the way to the place I'm going. You know how to get there. We're, they're going, how do we get there? And Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except for me, through me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one knows. No one comes to the Father except through me. So here's one key. Sometimes we're looking for answers. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been? I had a professor. Holy moly, drove me nuts. We'd be like, so what's on the test? And he's like, life is not really about a destination. It's about a journey. Let's just enjoy the conversations we're having. And we're like, yeah, but what's on the test? And he's like, well, we've been talking about it and we'll have good discussion. And, and he, and we just couldn't nail him down. <laughs> it was frustrating. And maybe he should have told us more, but really the idea is we, it's like, we want Jesus to tell us, what do I do there? Who am I going to marry? What job do I take? I have this. And what he really wants to do is say, rest in my heart. Seek me, you'll get the answers. If you seek to dominate knowledge, if you seek to just have the answers, you may get the wrong answers and you're going to miss Jesus because, you know, dominating, oh, I have to know everything becomes more important than I have to know Christ, you know. Um, it's like, listen, the pathway is not a list of rules. It's about a relationship. And it's kind of like saying, how do I get somewhere that's 15 miles away, but not get into a vehicle? Or let's say, how do I get somewhere that's 80 miles away? I may think I know how to get to Africa, but if I'm not boarding a plane, I'm not getting there. And Jesus is kind of like saying, I'm the plane, get on board. It doesn't really matter if you know how to get to Africa or you think you know how to get to Africa. You're not getting there without the vehicle. I'm the vehicle. I'm the vehicle that will drive. Stay with me. Stay in me. Let me stay in you. If you know me, you'll also know the Father, my Father. From now on, you do not know him and have seen him. You do know him and have seen him. If you know me... You know which way to go. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we'll be satisfied. Jesus said to him, have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still don't know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me? The words that I say to you, I don't speak on my own. But the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me. Believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me. But if you do not believe me because of the works themselves, very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. And in fact, will do greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. 
I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask for anything, I will do it. That word believe, I love it. I've said it before. Um, I believe is pistuo. Believe is pistis. That's the word for faith. When we think of faith, when we think of belief, we just think of um, a thought process. But it really is a way of being. Faith and faithfulness are the same word. You know what I'm getting at now? Faith, we think about things that we subscribe to, things that we think about. Faithfulness, this is the Greek word, pistis. Um, faithfulness means you're doing stuff. It means, and let's think about it. If we really believe something, we're going to act on it. If I'm tired, I believe this chair is going to be comfortable and helpful to me. Then I'm going to sit in the chair. If I don't, I won't. We got a lot of people standing up and the chair's there and they say, I believe God's got me, but they won't sit down. They keep moving around. You know, I do it too. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a struggle for me as well, but we, it's like we have the keys and we can't find them to use them. And sometimes we know where the key is. It's a matter of weeding out all the other junk on our keychain so that we can get to what we have. And the key here is faith. And Jesus goes on in the rest of the chapter to talk about uh, obedience. And again, obedience, it's not about mastering anything. It's about being mastered. This law of love is what ties it together. You know, faith, you think about faith, he's saying here, you got it all wrong. You think about faith as an atlas as like a globe and looking at faith as I know where Africa is. You think about faith as having some sort of supernatural understanding, having the answers. And what I'm telling you is that faith is getting on the right airplane. Faith is I'm at the airport. I don't know the way to get to Africa. I don't know the way to get to England. I have a pretty good idea, but when I step on this plane, I'm stepping on this plane and I'm going to abide in this plane. I'm going to stay in this plane. You don't jump out of the plane in the middle of the Atlantic. I'm going to abide in this plane knowing that it's going to get me where I need to go. That's what faith is. It's staying on the right plane. It's staying in the right vehicle. It's staying on the right train and the right tracks. And yeah, we may have a pretty good idea of where we're going. We know we can't get there on our own. We learn on the process. And the process, you know, as Thomas is saying, how do we get? Jesus is going, you know. No, I don't. I don't know all the rules. I don't know how the lists. I don't have the road map. And Jesus is like, you got the plane. Or in his case, you have the boat. Just step into me. And then there is that that faith and that obedience. Obedience is mentioned in the last half of the chapter. One, two, three, four, like five or six different times. He says, if you love me, you will obey. If you believe in me and if you love me, you're going to do as I lead you to do. You're going to stay on the plane. You know, it's not, you're going to make a list of rules and master them and reinterpret them. It's, you're going to stay in this relationship with me. You know, the kingdom of heaven, it's about a relationship. But here's the thing I really love. John 14, 12, it's been sticking with me. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works I do. And in fact, will do greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. Jesus actually told his disciple, 
you're going to do greater miracles than I've already done. We think about Jesus as a great miracle worker. And he's like, sure. Jesus in the flesh did stuff. You're going to do more. That church of Acts was going to have more wonders than Jesus had in his three years. More wonders over years. It's going to last longer. And the other thing he says is, I'll do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified. That's a pretty big key to unlock. It's a pretty big reason to get rid of, okay, I don't need every single answer. I don't need to know every step that's going to happen. I don't need to know when I'm going to die. Maybe if you're 15, you don't need to know who you're going to marry. I thought I did. Totally wrong. He was a really nice guy who married somebody else. And I look at them now and I look at me now and I'm like, oh, he and I would have killed each other. But he's really happy and really blessed in a really godly marriage with somebody else. But sometimes we think we have to know and we don't. We just need to know Jesus. We just need to get on the plane. Guess what? You get on the plane, you're going to fly. We're going to fly. We don't have to know how the engine works. We don't have to know all the engineering of the engine. We don't have to know the exact flight path. We have to set our hearts in the right direction. We've got to buy a plane ticket, you know. We've got to get on the right plane. And we have to stay in the vehicle. It's dangerous not to. It's powerful too. And it's that easy. That's the key to unlocking power. Stick with Jesus. Abide in Jesus. Seek Jesus first. Worship Jesus first. There's power in the name of Jesus. That's a song, I believe. To break every taint, to guide us. He says, I'm going to go to the Father. I'm going to leave my spirit to you. This is a Trinitarian passage. He's talking about the Father God, who is part of him and who is him, and the spirit between them that will be left to us because in the spirit, in the spirit of Jesus Christ, in the Holy Spirit, God is still here. The power is still here. It's right in our hands. Working through us, in us, you know, God told me a couple days ago as I was praying, God, don't hold back your power. Don't hold back your power. Rush through with your power. And, and I heard in my, in my spirit, I heard God say, I'm not the one holding back. Let's get rid of all that extra plastic that we're not using on the keychain so that we can be clear. The key is right there. The door is right in front of us. It's not about not having it. It's about unlocking it. And that's my prayer for us and all of us today, Lord Jesus. You are good. You are good. You are powerful. Thank you for your word. Thank you, God, that you're the key. You're the plane. You're the way. You're not just the roadmap. You're the vehicle, God. And Lord, we want to know what you would have us know. But help us to trust you for what we don't know. Help us to trust that we're in, the vein, we're in a plane where you're going to take us places. If we just abide in you, help us to abide in you, Lord. Help us to know the true meaning of faith and not to try to go ahead of you and do things on our own, but to rest in you, rest in you in a way that we can move as you nudge us, Lord. We can do what little you ask us to do and trust you to do the rest, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your power. Please exhibit in us today. Flow through us today. Not that we would master anything, but that we'd be mastered by you and know the true power of you and your love surging through us to others. In your name, amen. Be blessed. Have a wonderful day, my friend.